0: had to clean off my shoe it was getting too thick there's a lot of bullshit going around a lot of clowns getting down Uh, i'm not digging this new trump sound with the wall and all that crank up the pink floyd you know what time it is it's the cannabis coffee hour it's me your host Man, I do love doing this podcast. I'm a day late. I apologize. I'm going to try to shoot for Thursday or Friday to get these things out. Hopefully Thursday, but uh, my world is, you know, I'm a stand-up comic. I'm living in New York. I'm running around. I got a family. I got shit to do. But I also am uh, excited about this podcast and think it could definitely evolve to bigger things especially with the legalization and the business model. And, you know, there's just a lot of great cannabis products that are coming out. And, and there's a lot of great, the cannabis industry. I mean, if I had a boatload of money, I would definitely jump in on a dispensary in New York because it seems like the tide is changing very fast. Just walking down the street, I saw like three people, midtown Manhattan, just puffing on blunts walking down the street. And you know what? It smelled good you know it smelled good and it made me and it was friday and you just i didn't want i was i wasn't even hot i had some cbd i have been using my cbd pen that i used last week uh the sour diesel but this week of cbd but this week i got my uh i got another vape cartridge and i'm excited dude i got an awesome episode for you this these two products are very tasty very good um first is the coffee and i found this in the grocery store and this is that uh, tarantino italia 1895 this is that lava i think it's pronounced how you pronounce it la it's i love this font it's like metallica font <laughs> this font is like total judas priest metallica hair metal I don't know if you would call those hair metal. I would say thrash metal, heavy metal slash thrash metal of the 80s and 90s type font. There's definitely a Def Leppard feel to it. But I'm having a Lava Za, Lava Za, L-A-V-A with a big ol' A and Z-Z-A. But they were selling these cans because there was so much coffee at this grocery store. in uh, in uh, Brooklyn that I went to the other day. And I needed to kind of keep my funds low. I was waiting for some other money to kick in. So I wasn't, I wasn't like totally comfortable with buying a $19 bag of coffee beans. And I stumbled across this place was having a sale, but they were having the Zah, which I know is a high-end coffee. Like they serve this at... Italian uh, restaurants. But this is the premium house blend. Like, it's already ground, but uh, I just push it down in my French press and it actually makes it a little bit stronger. I think I made it too strong the other day. This stuff has definitely got the kick. It's not the Pete's kick, but it's definitely got the kick. And it's tasty. But this is a premium house blend and I got this red can. Like, it's like an old can of Folgers size but I got this can for $4 and 50 cents. They were selling this. They were I, I think they were trying to clear it out just because there's so many coffee snobs in Brooklyn and in New York in general. But definitely in the neighborhood I live in, they have uh, just a, f- a bunch of different coffees. Not all of them, they don't have Stumptown, but they have like a bunch of different like local ro- roasting beans. And they got like uh, mud, which is, a, I, I, I did uh, a review of Mud, which is a really good New York coffee, Manhattan type coffee. Uh, I gotta hit some seltzer right now. Uh, brought to you by SodaStream. But uh, Lavazah, this is good can. For $450, this is like the best coffee I've had. Look out for this Lavazah Can Premium House Blend, and I bet you can get a deal on it. Um, but then on the cannabis front, I got we're switching up. I do have the CBD cannabis, but uh, I did get a really great cartridge. I'm excited about this. I just heard about this uh, strain. This is called Brooklyn Cheesecake. This is a real strain, and this is a real, great company that they say is even better than the brass knuckles called Lit, LIT. And this, they have their own strain called Brooklyn Cheesecake, and I tasted just a tad of it. I'll take another taste of it right now. But uh, I, I got my uh, uh, my vape pen charged up to the max. You know, I do think like vape pen tobacco is bonk and lame and those big. I might, you know, I'm a hypocrite, just like everybody else. And I don't feel that cool hitting these things, but they do keep everything kind of low key. And the taste is really good. I think for cannabis, it's really good. Vaping cannabis. These cartridges are really good and you can taste, I guess that's what they're talking, the terrapins. I think that's what, uh, like I said, I'm not going to nerd out on this too much. I kind of want to get into spacing out and talking about uh, the galaxy and inner space and gnomes and... and, uh, and I've been taking some really good vitamins just right. I've been on a really good health kick. I definitely been zetting it out heavy. Except for last night, I, I tweaked my neck. So I need this. Uh, this is called. I really slept on my neck wrong last night. I'm like, oh. Um, and I do pound a lot of coffee. So, you know, I just gotta learn to balance everything you know, and just uh, tweak it just a little bit and keep working at it, but not I don't have to give up everything. Um, I think I was just pounding so much coffee, but now I'm back in it after that kombucha break, yo. Uh, now I'm on this Lavaza, but the, I've only done one French press today, which I think I'm going to level out at that, but I want to read to you about this Brooklyn cheesecake, because I think this is like the newest shit that's on the street, and... Uh, they got, it, this is Brook. I mean, it's made in California cannabis, but that's how fucking hot Brooklyn is, yo, is that, uh, they're naming strains after it. And I know where they got the cheesecake, uh, from. That's from this famous place you get cheesecake in, uh, Brooklyn called, what's that place? I went to Thanksgiving there one year. Uh, it's like a diner, uh, it's like, it's, it was in that, uh, making the band, uh, Puff Daddy, uh, uh, reality show, where, like, making the band where he makes them walk across the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah, where were they going? What was that restaurant? Oh, man. It's not that I'm high, it's just that I didn't really prepare for this episode, and then I went on a, uh, crazy, uh, uh, on a crazy tangent. And we'll get back to the, uh, uh, we'll get back. It's gonna pop in my brain. Um, juniors, that's what it is. Thank you, Google, <laughs> juniors. If you ever go to a Brooklyn, it's, it's pretty, it's really close to the Brooklyn Bridge. And I think they even moved one to, I think they're starting to branch out. But the one, I went to the original one for Thanksgiving one year. Right when I moved here, uh, me and my girl and her mom, who is from New York, who is from um, the Bronx, yo, uh, we all went to Junior's. It was great, because I didn't have to do any dishes or cook anything. But this is, it's kind of like a higher end deli, but uh, it's really good. If you ever get to go to Junior's, Restaurant I recommend it if you're in Brooklyn just for like a dope-ass diner. That's near the bridge, but I'm gonna uh, Read this Brooklyn cheesecake. This is the rundown from Lit Extracts. They have an Instagram at L-I-T-X-T-R-A-C-T-E-S Just call me Rob can't spell But, uh, Brooklyn Cheesecake, we've created a delicious 70% indica dominant hybrid deserving of the name Brooklyn Cheesecake. It's intensely sweet, creamy, berry flavors of this strain linger on the palate while pain melts away and the mind soars with creative energy. Dude, they're right. Um... Totally. I am into it. Uh, Actually, my shoulder feels great and my mind is soaring uh, to talk about whatever um, that comes to mind. In the meantime, I like to rhyme back and forth. Watch out. Here I come forth with a new schism right off the jism uh, that I sprayed into a napkin. Oh No, it's happening. I'm freestyling badly, or is it just fucking bad, or is it just so dope? I don't even know, but I'm gonna hit some more Brooklyn cheesecake I've been getting back into rhyming and doing music and making the beats Uh, Thanks for all the great emails about the music. I really well uh, I, don't... <laughs> I just actually made that up. I'm sorry, everybody. I was about to lie. And then I think uh, I was like, I'm not... all this music, uh, emails about the music. No, nobody's really been pumping up the music. It's been bumming me out. Do you guys like the beats? I'm changing them all the time. I've been making them. I got a new one ready to go. Hopefully you enjoyed the intro. But nobody's really been commenting on the music. <laughs> but I've been having a blast with it. No, somebody, somebody did love uh, my songs that I played, Coffee and Weed and the Go Go remix, which I think I played two episodes. I think I'm gonna play a couple more songs off my album, Dreams Never Die, that you can, if you have Pandora, I think it's on there, but I kind of took it down uh, a couple years ago, but I think I'm gonna re-release it with my very first stand stand-up album called Keep on the Grass. I have this other old stand-up album. I'm thinking about trying to put a mixtape together of just like the choice early cuts of my stand-up and then some uh, music and maybe even like remixes of some of these goofy songs that I've done. Uh, I just put on Instagram. My Instagram is at Rob88Cantrell. I do think social media is not healthy for uh, society, but... I also am a comedian and a creative person that's trying to promote stuff. So check out my Instagram. But I did, I chopped up one of my old music videos and I put it up there. And uh, it got great reaction. It's got some great traction. It's actually got better response than all these other, like, new videos that I've been doing. So who knows? I think I'm going to go revisit that stuff, uh, Garage Day revisited remember that album metallica put out this thing called garage day garage days revisited and it had like all these old demos and then it had them covering uh different like punk rock songs there was a bunch of like like just brutal fucking thrash metal yeah there was one that was just like super ultra violent that i could sing right now but i don't feel like singing it the Green Hill wasn't it called that. But then at the very tail end of that song came this really sick riff. Like I know all about this metal is because I lived in Virginia and in, in Southern Virginia. And my my next door neighbor was a huge metalhead that actually played in this band, Nasferatu. His name, uh, I don't know if I want to blow up his spot. But he was a Marine, he ended up being a Marine, but he toured with this band, Nosferatu. But I I learned, like, so much metal from that dude, just because he was, like, my neighborhood buddy uh, when I first moved to Southern Virginia. And he was actually pretty cool. Very cool. I'm friends with the family now. Uh, That story goes, I just don't know how deep I want to air out people. But what was cool is that... I learned about Metallica early on. I think his band opened up for Metallica, like, in the... It was the early 80s. I remember when the you only got the... He had the Metallica, like, bootleg. Like, when Metallica broke out... Like, before that, yeah, I got a couple cousins that played in thrash bands. I got cousins in Tennessee that played in uh, thrash metal. So they would play me... But I was always a breakdance kid. I was, like, 10 years younger than these guys. But they would... I would see the album cover or whenever we were visiting and they would play me the music. And so I knew about those early Judas Priest albums. ACDC was a big thing. I remember that being like the edgy underground thing. That's the weird thing, how things come from the underground and back up to like, you know, ACDC is like Budweiser beer, you know, in terms of brand, band brands. Uh, but I remember when it was just like, I this I remember this, this was this really cool kid that ended up playing in this band, Circus Minor, that was from DC, but his sister, he had these cool older sisters, and I remember they had the ACDC tape, the Dirty Deeds tape with the black mark over the eyes. I remember thinking, whoa, that's some scary shit right there, like, uh, This is a crazy story. Like I was born in 72, my dad was a hard ass. My dad died when I was 10, but he was a hard ass. And I remember bringing a Billy Joel album home like when I was like, I don't know. I was really young, like in kindergarten. And uh, it had some curse words on it and he threw it out. But he wasn't like against music. It was just like, I don't know. Sometimes he could be mean. He wasn't like mean mean. He was just being a dad, figuring out how to be a dad. And this was the 70s, so. That's where his head was at. But where was I going with this? No, I just remember when Heavy Metal, like, seeing that first ACDC album, and that was after, only a couple years after that, and being like, oh my God, that shit's like, it's the edgiest shit. And the reason I'm talking about, because some of that music is really good. A lot of it got played out, and you listen to it now, it's almost like cartoonish. And why are they playing so fast and loud, you know? But, there's some really really cool tones that come out in some of those songs and i remember metallica played at the end of one of those songs on the garage day revisited they play like uh run to the hills by iron maiden so run to the hills by iron maiden is one of the the dopest fucking illest uh, i don't know man that's a brilliant no yeah, Iron Maiden did Run to the Hills. I was going to say it's Judas Priest, but no, Iron Maiden, they, that was a fucking sick album. Uh, run to the Hills was all about the American Indians, and it was written from like the standpoint of the Indians, and then their last run with all these blood-sucking... Uh, wow, man, it is a heavy, heavy fucking awesome song. Uh, I can't remember that. I can't recommend that higher uh, than I am right now. <laughs> uh, shout out to Lit and the Cheesecake, man, with the one-two punch. It's done. Because uh, I do feel a little bit Lit here, and I might have to even it out with some coffee. And then a little seltzer. Uh, but the word Lit is a little cheesy. I don't know about all these newfangled terms, but sometimes you gotta say lit. Like, that shit was lit. It's nice to party. I, I like lit scenes. I like when things are lit. I like dancing. I like funky beats. Straight the fuck up. Um, I like coffee. No, I love, I love coffee. I love great herb. I love funky beats. I love... Partying and bullshit, Brooklyn Cheesecake. Man, what's for sake? Uh, but you can't party and bullshit all the time. You gotta be, it's a good, there's a time to party and bullshit, and then there's a time to get your fucking shit done. And uh, this is my shit. This is my work, like, not fully. Right now I've been on the road with Tracy Morgan. I, I'll tell, go into that. The last weekend, is that shit was lit. And I wasn't even high for any of it. Um, I had some coffee, and I definitely had some smoothies. They had a Jamba Juice where I was staying, and it was fucking bomb. I was drinking Jamba Juice every morning, and they had a bomb-ass gym. I was fucking killing it. I've been on the gym, like, nonstop. Let me just make sure that I finished all the thoughts that I... Because I I just jumped all over the place the, the last 30 seconds there. Um... Oh yeah, Judas Priest. No, Iron Maiden. Uh, Iron Maiden. So they had Run to the Hills, and then I don't know much of it. Just mostly their artwork, the album covers, was just some of the best, cartoonish, like Egyptian, and then Devil. That's what I went into. I know last week I talked about the fear and singing it out when you get because I do think the devil's the fear, like the you know. Uh, but, uh, one of the songs that, uh, Iron Maiden played, 666, uh, the number of the beast, dude, it has Vincent Price, who did Thriller, he did Beat, you know, the Vincent Price, the horror actor, like, the voiceover, the budget must have been really big, man, when Iron Maiden released that shit, because they did this, that Michael Jackson Thriller, I think he, they got it from Iron Maiden. That is, I, Iron Maiden came out way before Thriller, way before Thriller. Uh, let's oh, this might be, let's, this might be a Google right here. Um, but Iron Maiden had uh, let's see what t- year that came out. But the song was six six six, the number of the beast. But the guitar, it's like Vincent Price does this thing does this monologue It's biblical. And then it's, the, the lead singers. if you listen to it, it's wild, it's about a man being overcome by fear. It's crazy, man. Um, but it's uh, the guitar tone in the beginning, this open riff is one of the sickest riffs and it's run through this f- uh, fuse box. So it's just, oh man, I wanna play it, but I don't wanna, uh, Get my podcast taken. I don't want Iron Maiden to come after me. These dudes are singing about the devil, they're bad dudes. No, it always goes to that joke. Like, the thing, heavy metal's weird, you know, because it is like a Caucasian. No, it's not really all Caucasian. It's just like white dudes singing about the devil and trolls and shit. And rock and roll comes from the blues, and they never sang about any of that shit. Well, they did. They must have got it from the blues. Man, I. I think it's the human experience you know a lot of music is just letting expressing yourself i got that on my spotify playlist the original express yourself not the nwa one which was good dr dre you know took a great sample and that's a brilliant song i love that song and the funkiest of funky beats but uh the where he got the sample from the original one that song is fucking the horns baby the horns if you got a band with horns man you got a fucking band when you're hitting that when you got a fucking band maybe even a trombone maybe off smoking sax sax man is always firing up the weed man he would love some brooklyn cheesecake uh no but uh no the iron maiden that that song is great and heavy metal is kind of cool at at times like you can't listen to it i can't i can't you can do whatever you want i'm talking about my experience uh you can't as a dude in his 40s you can't listen to that shit all the time but uh But now and then, you know, if you need, sometimes you just got to get the metal out, dude. Uh, All the classic rock stations had, get the lead out. Uh, Because you need to get the lead out. Which is saying that all, I mean, you have to listen, you don't have to listen to Led Zeppelin, but if you like music, you're going to listen to some Zeppelin now and then. Uh, But, you know, everybody has their own thing. I watched this weird, not weird, it was cool. But it was older, the lead singer of ACDC, uh, Brian Bon Scott. Uh, no, yeah, uh, lead singer Brian Johnson. It was Brian jo- Bon Scott is the one I think that died of alcohol. Is like he drank himself to death, which ain't cool. Alcohol is a fucking nasty one, guys. Uh, that's why I just think you know weed's gonna eventually get le- legal. I mean, I don't think it's perfect or the end all the be all. I do think it should be legal. I do think. That people have been getting in trouble with the law that shouldn't be and and in jails for a plant that could save this planet. You know, some people say in terms of, I think, the environment. I I mean, I don't know. It could be that I just get really high and then think that way. But it, it. with just what I was thinking about in the shower, dead sober the other day. And it's a simple one and maybe it could get proven wrong. I'm not the smartest dude in the world. I don't look up shit. I'm just trying to get by another year. I'm thank God for life and love and light and health. And I'm trying to stay healthy. But cannabis and trees, like, uh, saving the trees. Like we need trees. We need more plant life. I do have this dope ass fern that I'm looking at, and it, but it's been a cold ass winter. But I've been giving it a lot of love. And at night, I cover it up from the window. It's like right in the window, but I pull the shades so it doesn't get frozen. And then I make sure it gets some light. I actually gotta bring up the shade. I need to give this plant some better light, yo. He's got a little bit of the light, but he needs the full bore, cause. The sun is out right now. It's a blue sky. It's beautiful. There's white clouds. I see a bunch of ivy. I would say this plant's more like ivy. How dope is ivy? You know? I love fucking ivy. Uh, I never could probably get into an ivy league school, but I love an ivy-covered wall. They're fucking awesome. Um, Yeah, so so the, the cannabis... You know for the just for the paper alone like we I use paper we all use paper 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 all day paper can't stop the paper toilet paper fucking you know mail notes tickets flyers it's all paper but you know and that trees and printing paper for offices cannabis you know uh Hemp, so that would be hemp, not the psychoactive cannabis. Um, The hemp could be, you know, for the paper, you know, just saving the trees. I'm going out to California. I'm actually going out to the Big Sur in July. I'm very excited about that. And I'm going to be in Michigan in July. I need to book some gigs. So if any of you bookers are out there, um, get at me, dog, man. Especially if you're in the cannabis business. Shake some trees. People know me, man. <laughs> no, that does that sounded fucking cheesy as hell. But I have smoked a lot of joints with people in the cannabis industry. Shout out High Times and Danny Danko and Doug Benson. Uh, my boy Trey Galleon uh, and Guy B. You know, i just been doing this comedy and I've been doing pot shows forever, dude. I was on the very first Last Comic Standing and one of my bits was saying how America needs to legalize pot and that, you know, it's kind of a hacky old joke, but I didn't like it was the Ben Franklin joke, which is, you know, Ben Franklin had to be a stoner because he discovered electricity, you know, uh, which is a great joke. Uh, I don't know if everybody, anybody took that angle. And that was just a big thought. And, uh, but I, I just explained, I just said on NBC television in 2003 that sh- pot should be legal. And that was back in when nobody was, especially in the stand-up, corny-ass stand-up industry. Think about the st- fucking stand-up industry. There's a lot of super nerds, and there's a lot of nerds that control a lot of shit, and a lot of them weren't smoking pot. They were just left dudes, squares left over from the 80s. You know, at the top, you know? At all industries, it's all like 40-year-olds and 50-year-olds left over. Whoever's still stuck around. But I'm becoming that dude in comedy now. I'm definitely getting a TV show soon. I can feel it. Uh, that's my positive thinking right there. And I think that's what you got to do. Um, if you got to, che- I mean, that's why I shot those PMA videos. Please check out uh, my PMA series. You could check that out on my YouTube, just go to YouTube, and write out Rob Cantrell 77, right? 77, because for some reason it's, that was the Rob Cantrell I could get. Or maybe I should buff it out and try to get just only Rob Cantrell, but that was the one I got. But you could find it, it has a bunch of, uh, of my album videos. Check out my album on Spotify. Give it, put it on a playlist. That's what I need. I need my album on a playlist or comedy. More playlists. Playlists is where it's at. Playlists is the street. That's how people get the word out, man. Uh, But my album is on there uh, on Spotify. What, What the fuck was I fucking talking about? I just got so excited talking. I mean, this has been 30 minutes and it flew by like it was two. We're off to the races, because when I was thinking all that stuff, I had a, ten, a bunch of other shit to tell you all about. I'm going to California. I'm going to Michigan. Uh, I'm going to book some gigs in July, man. I'm going to come out there, come, maybe come to Humboldt, maybe come to Lake Tahoe. I, I want to do all the choice spots in California, and then I want to do all the, the choice spots in Michigan, man. I love America. America, the home of the brave, uh, land of the free, home of the brave. But that goes back to that Run the Hills song. Check that song out, man. That song is crazy. Uh, Crazy dope. Uh, Yeah, doing stand-up. I'm going out tonight. I'm going out to a club called the Cobra Club in Bushwick. uh, And it's Eric Bergstrom's show and it's a great show, the crowd is hip and cool, and, but not that just hipsters, it's a, it, it is a metal bar. It's pretty much a drinking metal bar, which is, sometimes you need to drink at a heavy metal bar. Uh, there's nothing wrong with a little metal, uh, and uh, it has a metal vibe, there's a lot of tats. Uh, I don't have any tattoos. Uh, I, got a, I got one, I, uh, I branded myself with a, uh, a paperclip one time. But that's about it. But I've never gotten these, like, serious ink (laughs) done. Uh, That's a whole other story. I got uh, some... I need to put some stuff on my lips. I'm chapping out a little bit. I'm talking too fast. I'm all lit up from this Lava Zah and and Brooklyn cheesecake. I mean, in terms of taste and buzz, like, this is the best... Uh, combination, and I just put some cocoa butter on my lips from Vaseline. Any of these brands, man, I'm gonna, I want to sell out. I want to sell out the venue. I want to sell some stuff I like. I love coffee, um, and I will definitely review your brand. People are listening. The numbers are going up, and it's a vari- wide variety of places. We're talking Amsterdam. We're talking Chicago, Michigan. A lot of California, a lot of New York, a lot of Brooklyn, um, and uh, a lot of Pennsylvania. I just went to Pittsburgh. Yeah, let's talk about that. We'll talk about two things. zen it out. I should talk about zen it out. And then I should play some music, right? And then... Uh, I'll talk about the weekend, but Zen and I I have been working out every day. I think today is the only day I'm not going to work out because of my shoulder. But actually, after, I don't feel it. I think I can go work out after this. But I've been every day. I mean, I'm talking the last, like, five days. I've been going uh, to the gym and doing 20 minutes on the elliptical. Sometimes I'll do, like, 20 like 20 minutes on the elliptical and then jump on... The row machine and do 10 minutes on the row machine and then i'll do three sets of five pull-ups and then i've also been doing those knee lift things like you're on the pull-up machine but it's the one they have this good one that they had like the back thing and i do that and i you lift your knees up to your chest and that's how you get your core strengthen your core i want to strengthen my core that's pretty much what you that's your life source, is your core, the mechanics of the body. It's the core. But I saw this other thing in my gym that this illustration how to do your core, which is like, kind of like uh, you're doing a push up, but you're do- you're putting your forearms down the ground and you're resting. You're kind of planking with your elbows, like you're flat on the ground. You're kind of like doing a half push up with your elbows on the ground but you're just planking there for like, if you do that for 30 seconds, that's better than doing like sit-ups and shit. And you do that you're supposed to do like three. That's what I want to do. Maybe I'll do that today. If my shoulder's feeling all right, I just slept on the shit wrong. It was Valentine's day. Maybe I worked it out a little bit too much. Uh, but, uh, yeah, my, my neck is hurting. I don't know if I want to go down there work out but i'm feeling a lot better and maybe i can get on my elliptical and when i do the elliptical i do like the cross-country ski joint where i'm like and trying to keep my head up oh, do that keep my head up and act like i'm cross-country skiing like and then i got my spotify playlist list and i'm just fucking acting like i'm cross-country skiing but they got fucking tv right in your grill um and I've been watching CNN, so it's a little bit of a bummer. Uh, I don't want to go into politics, but yeah, I'm not feeling all this shit. But I like when I get on the elliptical and the TV doesn't work. That's kind of a good thing, man. I really want to just go back to nature. <laughs> I really just want to go to the woods. I need to go to the woods. I need to go up and hang with the gnomes and eat some mushrooms and play my mandolin. That's what I need to be doing. (laughs) I'm feeling that coming on. A lot of city. Uh, But no, I'm having a blast. Uh, I've been uh, traveling. So yeah, I've been working out every day. I've been feeling good about that. I have been meditating. Like 15 minutes have been flying by. Um, And I'm having a blast with this, this podcast. Oh, I wanted to tell you about... Um, traveling with Tracy Morgan yeah I I got to go to Pittsburgh I did five shows at this comedy club called the Improv Comedy Club in Pittsburgh and actually the last time I played Pittsburgh was with this comedian I Mitch Hedberg I did a theater uh with this with Mitch Hedberg and Stephen Lynch I opened for those guys and I remember I had a really good set and if you don't know Mitch Hedberg Mitch Hedberg was this prolific, awesome, amazing, genius, cool, comic. And I had the privilege to work with him in open form very early on, but he was like 16, 17 years into his career and it was taking off. He was filling up theaters. He's a big stoner comic, but he got he died of a heroin overdose. Like Mitch, I knew Mitch and as a younger comedian looking up to an older comedian, uh, I got the privilege to open with him and travel. We did, I did a bunch of like long car rides with Mitch, like traveling with him and Lynn Shawcroft, which is, uh, his, his wife and also a comedian and also Canadian. You know, he, well, Mitch wasn't Canadian. He was close, Minnesota, but, uh. I got to play this theater in Minnesota, his hometown, with him. Man, I was close to Mitch. R.I.P. Man, I missed that dude. No, as as Mi- what I'll say about Mitch Hedberg and my connection with him. Yeah, he was strung out on hard drugs, but I never. I saw him do maybe hard drugs three times. I saw him drink a lot, um, and I played with him maybe you know maybe thirty times or hung out with him because um, he was coming to the punchline. He was a comedian just like me. He was the older brother. He was the bigger, not the older brother. He was like, he was the older dad. Like, he was killing it, man. He was the, uh, he was headlining, you know, clubs and filling them and selling them out. And then he was going to theaters. And all he had was a half-hour comedy central special. One album, maybe two. Just word got out that Mitch was funny, man. It was before the internet it was just, I remember, stand. I started in 1999, so I remember stand-up before everybody was on social media, and it was before even, I remember the first comic that had a website was Arj Barker that I knew, and Arj is the amazing comic, shout out to Arj, if you like Mitch Hedberg, check out Arj Barker, they're not the same type, they're, But if you just like silly, goofy, stupid shit, and that's what Mitch was, just great one-liners, silly. There was some subversive undertones, but, you know, same goes with Arj, and I'd say the same goes with some of my stuff. Uh, You want to have, you know, kind of want to shoot for some sort of meeting in it all. But, and also be super silly and funny. Um, but Mitch was just amazing, and I got to tour and travel with him, and in Pittsburgh was the last time I played, was there, was with, with him, and then this time I was with Tracy Morgan, and this time I did a comedy club with Tracy Morgan, he just sold out, he doesn't even have to do radio, he doesn't have to be on TV, he sold out five shows, the showroom holds about 300, we were doing two shows a night on Friday and Saturday, it was with (laughs) the opening comics there was five other We're traveling in this group he just has this crew and it's all amazing comedians and i'm the only uh white dude on the thing man um and i love it it's great they're all my everybody on the show is my friend i consider like one of my as work friends go my closest work friends we've been working the road together like in looking out for each other on the road you know when you travel you just gotta look out for each other and also perform, and so being a stand-up, you're traveling, you're dealing with the travel, and then you're dealing with performance at a high level, you're dealing with crowds. But after so many years, that's really, the travel isn't the fun part, but the camaraderie is the fun part. And I do like the traveling, to tell you the truth. I like moving, I like keeping it moving. I like seeing the world, I like experience. Every time I switch it up, I feel like a new person. Um, and seeing the world from different angles and stuff. But I had a blast in Pittsburgh. We stayed at the William Penn Hotel, this classic hotel in downtown Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh is like an old school town. So we were staying at the best hotel, but it wasn't like, you know, brand new. This was like the super classic. They had this they had this lobby this, that was looked and had these grand chandeliers and everything was like classic. And it reminded me of my dad. Uh, that was my dad's style. He liked, my dad was fucking from the 50s, man. Uh, my mom and dad had me when they were 40, and I was born in 1972. Like, I had, my parents were from, like, the 50s. Like, they weren't even the 60s, 70s. Uh, you know, my sister was, like, trying to explain it to me, and I think I just, I it was kind of raised by almost grandparents in some ways compared to my friends. So they they had a different aesthetic and they had just, they talked about different shit. Like my dad listened to opera, was into ballet, but he was from a town of 500 in Southern Virginia. Like in terms of rednecks, like he was, he had his redneck card, but he was as worldly. He was in the air force. He had a full ride basketball scholarship in college. He was a cool dude. But uh, how did I fucking get on that? Sh- uh, shit um yeah uh hmm. you know it always trips you up when you start talking about your dad when you're high <laughs> uh but he was a cool dude virginia's cool um oh the hotel the william penn hotel, uh, the Omni Hotel, uh, we stayed at this great, ho- and it was so classy, the rooms, but everything was up to snuff, like in terms of the television, and the room service was great, they had this great, there was a Starbucks in there, but it was like a really good Starbucks, and it was, it was like sparse, it was perfect for the hotel, and then they also had a Jamba Juice with a bagel shop mixed together in the back, Um this was all in the lobby, and then the lobby was like, all these chandeliers and cool couches and places to sit so if you grab the coffee or you grab the jamba juice you can kick it in the lobby and they wouldn't let the riffraff in because i say the riffraff because it was a fucking hotel it was a hotel so they' you know it was mostly the hotel people hanging out in this big fucking lobby and you could just feel like you, it was your place. Some of those, I was there for three days, so there was like a couple hours I was down there, and it felt like my own like, mansion. It was dope, and I had a jamba juice. I would get peanut butter, banana, uh, chocolate jamba juice every morning after I worked out, and I worked out there. I was doing some, I did some serious stretches. Maybe, no, I stretched yesterday. I just slept on it wrong last night, I just talked about my neck but I did rub some CBD cream on there and it made it feel good maybe I'll do that right now I got some of this if you don't know CBD is everywhere now it's literally everywhere and it's helping people Uh, it's probably going to help me right now with this crook of my neck but no the shows was awesome Uh, they were all sold out I'm traveling with Artie Fuqua who's great comedian and he's hosting Pat Brown, Mark Theobald, um, Pat Brown, great, uh, female comics, super, all these guys are super funny, super professional, and super cool, and Tracy Morgan is what you think of him, but he's nicer, and I've become good friends with him, and we pump, and he has the best taste in music in terms of hip-hop and soul and R&B, so we're always, he loves music, uh. We didn't fly on a private jet this time because Pittsburgh is a short flight and there's the crew is a little bit ba- big, including, like, there's a television writer that works with Tracy that's working on a couple TV projects. And then there is an assistant. So, you know, there's seven of us kind of traveling and doing these shows. And it's sick, man. The shows are sold out, you know, that's when... The clubs love you and the food is flowing and we're and the crowd is packed and I just have to go up there and do 12 minutes uh, sometimes you know and just you know just kill and just try to do the best I can. So I've been doing kind of some mainstreamy like of my material. but tonight I'm going off to some dirty Metallica bar to do some freaky shit. but um, but the Tracy Morgan tour has been awesome. Thanks for if anybody's hearing this podcast from those shows. Thanks for tuning in, um, because I'm having a blast on the tour, and uh, and I'm going, actually we're doing Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, if if you're going to be in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, we're doing a big theater there, and that's next weekend, so that's going to be, yeah, February 23rd, I'm going to be in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania with Tracy Morgan, so that will be fun. In March, I got some uh, some Brooklyn dates, and then this weekend I'm doing. On Monday, I'm doing the Bird Brain Show at the. This is you can catch. I, I updated a lot of like the sh- local shows, and I'm doing the road shows. You can see all of this at robcantrell.com. Com, robcantrell, www.robcantrell.com, and then go under shows, and I'm getting good with my calendar and uh yeah i'm doing this great chelsea Music Hall on monday for this like television producer that puts on a really dope it's like a cool rock club in chelsea which is uh you know notoriously artsy and gay and that means this is probably going to be a really fun show uh no but the other comics on it mateo lane there's a There's a lot, and oh, Sypha Sounds from Hot 97 fame, um, who also does comedy, who's a funny cat, he's on the show. It's just gonna be a really cool New York funky show at the Chelsea Music Hall on Monday. So I'm excited, it's called The Bird Brain Show. Check that out if you're in New York City. Um, And if you're in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania next weekend, I'm gonna be there with Tracy Morgan. Or just listen to me right now on Spotify. My album is called Pure Uncut Joy. But yeah, the the, the, three, the thing that I like about weed or herb, cannabis, is you could stop and it's not a big deal. Like I went to uh, Pennsylvania and I didn't bring any weed with me. I didn't feel like trash. I didn't even bring my CBD thing. I went three days completely just drinking Jamba juices, and performing, I was working on my craft. We went to Red Lobster. Uh, it was awesome. And I slept, you know, I'm always running around New York City in my room. My hotel room was really just fucking chill. Top floor, corner, uh, and just a great bed, soft, awesome cable, uh, great view, and it was quiet. And just to, just to hunker down, so I just work real hard, do the shows to handle my business and go and just crash out. And not, especially if you're flying and doing all that, I love crashing out. Love it. And then I was getting up and their gym was so classy. They didn't have a pool. I brought my the swim trunks. You know, one of my favorite things is to float on my back in water. You know, uh, I just love floating on my back. That's a that's. That's a poor man's flotation tank, uh, but I don't need a flotation tank. I just need a pool. I'll just float on my back and close my eyes and meditate. Uh, man, that's a, that's a that's a that's a good buzz. Uh, but no, they didn't have a pool, so I was, I but I was doing the elliptical for 20 minutes and doing my pull-ups, my three sets of five pull-ups. But uh, yeah, this has been a fun episode. I appreciate everybody that's listening. Sorry for the delay. Uh, You know, I'm keeping it going. We're going to evolve it. I'm going to get feedback. But I have been listening to the old episodes, and I think it's good. I know it's good. I'm having a blast doing it, and I hope you are enjoying the ride. uh, Because I think it's going to go everywhere. I think it's going to go to California. I think it's going to go to Michigan. I think it's going to go to Amsterdam. I think it's going to go to Australia. We got things moving. Uh, I got my sights I got this vision and we're gonna rock it out. We're gonna pull this uh, nice vape cartridge right now of this Brooklyn cheesecake. Oh man, so I can't recommend this higher. If you ever get a chance to get a hold of some of this, it's a hybrid. This stuff is pretty dope. Great for creative energy and pain relief. That's a great one for any type of musician or artist types. I would definitely recommend that. Brooklyn Cheesecake, all day. Notorious B.I.G. There's a lot of great rappers from Brooklyn, man. Notorious B.I.G., but also Houdini. Freaks come out at night, five minutes of funk. That was my first concert was the Fresh Festival. You can hear about it on my album. It's called the Fresh Fest. It's actually just, if you like storytelling, like moth style or, you know, some, I can do storytelling and do like short jokes, but this is a big track that I did like for storytelling shows, which is talking about my very first concert. My very first concert was in Roanoke, Virginia. And it was called the Fresh Fest. It was right when breakdancing was popping and locking. It was 1985. My mom drove me there from Buena Vista, Virginia. I went in by myself. The lineup was Grandmaster Flash, Houdini, run DMC on their second album. They were 19 years old, 20 years old, and then the Fat Boys. That was my very first concert that I saw. So if anybody wants to talk some shit about hip-hop, I got that fucking in my back pocket, ready to go. Oh, you think you know about him? No, so Houdini's from Brooklyn. Um, There is the guy, the East is in the house. Oh my God, danger. He's from East New York, which is a part of Brooklyn. Um, Who else is from Brooklyn? I know Papoose is from Brooklyn. Oh, um, Busta Rhymes is from Brooklyn. Let's just type in Brooklyn rappers. Let's see how many Brooklyn rappers there are, man. And I'll read those down and that's how we'll end the show. Okay, top one, Jay-Z, of course. I'm baked, I didn't think of it. But uh, yeah, Jay-Z, Talib Kwali. I got to meet him. He's nice, he was on the set of the last OG. Jay-Z's from around the corner, most deaf. Big Daddy Kane, I knew that. I knew most deaf. Little Kim, fabulous. I knew that. AZ. AZ is awesome. He's the dude that rhymes with um, Nas on a lot of those tracks. Uh, Nas is one of the best. He's from Queens. But the song, somebody was saying like the most, I saw some, the most hip-hop song. Made You Look by Nas is like the most hip-hop song I could like, that is just top-notch. All these guys have top-notch hip-hop. Rue the Damager, I remember his joint. Foxy Brown, Master Ace, Old Dirty ba- Bastard, Bobby Sherma, Buckshot from the Boot Camp Click, MC Light. MC Light is one of my favorite. Uh, oh, why, oh, why did I drink cappuccino? Uh, I gotta listen to that. Uh, MC Light's from Brooklyn, and she had that... What was that song? I got it on my Spotify. MC Light. Uh, she had that. W- There's one dope song. MC L Y T E. Uh, cha Cha Cha. That's a fucking ill beat, man. Watch this shit. I'm gonna play a snippet. With Wix, I think I could pro- website, Hey, girl from Wix. Sunny. What's Just up? Um, I'm not. I'm gonna play this. Ah, that. Wow, that's a great hip hop tune. If you want to listen to two top notch hip hop tune tunes, uh, MC Light, Cha Cha Cha. You know, deep a little bit deeper cuts than most, but this. Of my era of hip-hop, you had to know this. But this is even 98. This is, like, 89. Like, I know all the old 80s. I know the early 80s. I know the go- I, the golden era of hip-hop is where I kind of super peaked, like, in terms of being, like, 13, 14 years old and break dancing and doing graffiti. And, yeah, that's the type of shit going... Going to these concerts. I went to Richmond, my my second concert ever was in Richmond, Virginia. And I must have been 12 or 13. And it was the Raising Hell tour. This was the next year. So I went to the Fresh Fest in 85. I think Fresh Fest might have been 84. And then the Raising Hell was in 85. And this is how old it was. The lineup was Houdini, LL Cool J, and Run DMC in the unannounced opening act which only played three songs. These guys came out of nowhere. And I was like 13 years old. It was my second hip hop concert. I was deep, man. I knew it. I was going to see Run DMC on the Raising Hell tour. Uh, And this was before like Walk This Way blew up. This was like right before that or right at that moment because they said, from Money making Manhattan, the Beastie Boys, and the Beastie Boys came out. And they didn't, like, they didn't even have an album, I think the the album may have came out that week or something, because uh, it was definitely before Fight For Your Right To Party blew up on the radio. It was just, they had three songs, three dudes, I think even the house lights were still on, and they came on and just fucking ripped the place apart. And they played a hold It Now, Hit It, Slow and Low, and then I think Paul Revere or one of those other ones. A New Style. New Style, um, Slow and Low, and Hold It Now, Hit It. They played those three songs. And I remember they fucking killed it, man. They killed it so fucking hard. And the audience was like 78% black. Uh, and they fucking just... Ripped this place apart and they were just they were drinking beers and smoking Newports. I remember that and uh, Or they were smoking cigarettes. I, th- I, th- I remember them talking about Newports or something, but they were uh, But they I remember slow and low slow and low is my favorite Beastie Boys song So I'll leave it with that. There's you got some choice. You got some choice things to look up um, some music a little bit of comedy And thanks for listening. Peace.